listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Must I say it again? I said it before. Move out the way when I'm coming through the door. Me, heavy, as light as a rock. Guys watch, even some of the girls clock. Step back, ain't that type of party. No reply if you ain't somebody. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Wednesday. White Girl Wednesday, just kidding, guys. Of course, it's not White Girl Wednesday. Unless you're on Instagram with all the, uh, people out there just pumping up these white girls heads um but i I, I didn't know that was a thing Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah they be having them karen you white girls don't evolve you offer that you offer that part of tumblr so you don't know um i don't know nothing about that yeah you don't you don't know you don't know how they're getting down Mm -hmm. on the ashy side Mm -mm. um i stay away from that side of tumblr (laughs) we should tumble in the other direction i'm gonna start a media uh, i'm gonna start a social media that is for ashy people only you know <laughs> we like kick people off you know um be like oh you woke and then they just kick people off for fucking up um at any rate uh you guys you guys may or may not recognize the voice that you heard doing the lyrics opening up the show um uh, i first heard her um actually on chris's show me too right that was my first time being like oh okay all right so that's who that is and then i realized that i may have heard her already from black girl nerds and i was like oh okay wait so so uh maybe it goes back further than i know even um but it's our girl joy um who you know like i said podcast for black girl nerds uh you can hear her on there with chris uh you know several times uh i don't even know what to call chris's guest at this point i guess y'all are all arbiters of bad news because it's just <laughs> certain people show up and you like damn so that was the week that uh trump decided to go ahead and run huh uh what's going on joy oh where's joy did we lose joy sorry i was on oh okay <laughs> so, let me start by saying that chris calls me the female depom and i take that very seriously <laughs> because every time i come on the show it's always that it's just always bad things happening like in the news but uh thank you guys for having me i'm very excited maybe chris just covers bad news you know right. has anybody you know I like that better yeah let's, let's, let's look to that he said that about dylan he said about deepon he said about <laughs> you i'm starting to think it's him okay um you but, the problem chris you the problem all right if you're out there listening chris start covering some good news okay um uh, but now nah, we um we do have a bunch of news to cover as well but i wanted to first ask joy uh some some questions uh how'd you get started in uh podcasting i started podcasting has it been a year it's been a year now i have i'm very new to the podcasting scene what happened was was last year around this time in january i kind of had in my like list of things to do i was like i want to be on a podcast i just want to guest on a podcast and about two weeks later uh black girl nerds posted um that they needed more podcasters so i like shot my shot literally that's what happened i did not have a mic never podcasted a day in my life um at the time i was uh, a social media uh marketing fellow at blavity and so i was like let me just leverage that connection and i was like hey i you know i write for blavity sometimes i do social media there you should totally just let, let me podcast and uh they let me podcast and i love podcasting on black girl nerds i have a good time with those girls they they match my crazy, so I appreciate them greatly. <laughs> and um, from there, I just bullied my way onto other people's podcasts. Literally, that's what happened. <laughs> I, one day, we were I was just tweeting about something, and then like me and Chris got to go back and 
for him. And I was just like, hey, just put me in your podcast. And I have not left. <laughs> Literally uh, have not left. That's dope, man. <laughs> uh, and then what was it like working for Blavity or working at Blavity? I was there. So I was there for nine months and I really enjoyed it. It was such a great experience. I, I used to work at sales in my old job. I now work in digital marketing and um, I use it as a way to get back into the marketing game because I studied marketing in college. And uh, it was a lot of the tips and tricks that we use for Blavity. And this is pre us getting any type of funding. I use it in my day-to-day job. And people were like, how are you able to do that? And I was like, listen, y'all hired me for a reason, experiences. So right. yeah, no, I, it was a wonderful learning experience, I will say. That's what's up, man. Um, and then um, like with, with podcasting, what has been some of your like best experiences? You know what? I got to interview the designer on Captain America Civil War, the co- the costume designer. Mm. That was one of my favorite podcasts, and that was, like, a big deal. And at some point in the podcast, I just, like, deviated from our questions. I was like, listen, thank you. As a woman speaking to another woman who's a costume designer, I appreciate that you let the women on in, in the Marvel films dress normal. Mm. Like, they're not wearing anything ridiculous. Like, when Black Widow fights, yes, her cat suit is, like, a little too tight, but, like, right. her normal clothing, she wears jeans, sneakers, and boots, like, how I would dress in the street. Right. So, stuff like that, it matters. Like, when you're a fighter, like uh, a Black Widow who's a really good on-the-ground fighter, to be able to have those costumes that actually help with her flexibility that are realistic, it matters, especially as a woman watching those films. And so, to be able to talk to her about that and just say, thank you, I appreciate it. Most people might not notice that, but I do. Um, that was probably one of my favorite interviews. Yeah, it's definitely a big difference, too, in uh, nerd media. Like, because, you know, when I was a kid coming up, I just didn't have that many concerns. And then also I was a boy. So, right. you know, me coming up, it was like, yeah, okay. So if uh, Psylocke wants to go around in a thong and fight crime, I mean, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, you know, if, if Jean Grey is going to have a leotard, but then outside the leotard she's going to have on, like, a thong, one piece, I guess that makes sense to her somehow, you know, but it just never, it never, I never felt at the time, I never really understood how much you're just being programmed right? to be like, you know, women exist to be titties and ass for all things that I consume. Um, and then it, you know, and you know, hopefully people will mature and break out of that. But then sometimes you see like the Gamergate comments and stuff and you're just like, damn people, you know, the lady ghostbuster comments and you're like, people still stuck in that mind state even as adults but yeah that's something i definitely noticed too with the costumes for for like marvel as compared to say like the x-men you know like like you're like uh i remember when the x-men first came out and they updated those costumes to everybody's wearing like black leather ensembles and dark jeans and jackets and stuff and it was like okay no one's really trying to sex it up but now we've come full circle and it's just back to like thong costumes. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, even if you look at the films like Scarlet Witch is a good example. In the comic books, she dresses so off the wall. It's pretty much like lingerie and corsets mm-hmm. and like a cape and like a weird red hat. And in, in the films for the MCU, she dresses like this very gothy emo girl. Like she looks like she could be part of Evanescence. Like that's how she dresses. <laughs> And I, but I appreciate it because it's like, oh, you know what? I still get the full scope of the character, but you don't have to dress her in a legitimately unrealistic outfit. Yeah, and I think for me, there is a difference 
between people to read the comics and people to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. I think that there are a lot of people who read the comics and go to the movies, but then there are a lot of people who watch the movies and don't give a fuck about the comics. Mm-hmm. And if you're catering right. to those people, you put her on there like she is in the comic book, a lot of people going to have a fucking fit. They're like, what the fuck is this and why does she look goddamn ridiculous? Yeah, I mean, I just think when you're reading a, a cartoon, a comic book or drawing, it just doesn't occur to you, I don't think, for most people. I mean, even even the, some of those outfits were the same on the X-Men cartoon show for kids. True. And it just never makes you, you never think about it because it's just, you've only been exposed to that, um, at least for, for me anyway, until you see an alternative and then you're like, oh yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, I mean, Spider-Man wears a tight ass uniform too. You know, so like it, I get how it makes sense, but then there's like a other aesthetic to it where it's like you never see Spider-Man's dick print, you know, Ever, or his nipple prints, right? Or you know, and things like that. And also one of those things where it's like, as a woman, you're going, "Who the fuck kicks ass in six inch six inch stilettos and can move around and drop kick you?" with some tight ass pants on like you can't fucking function in this and i'm holding a 45 that's in the side of my thong they got a secret door this makes no fucking sense this this outfit right. is not realistic mm-hmm. yeah well look at look at uh to to go to rod's point about spider-man like remember the spider-woman controversy yeah where they had that, that cover and her outfit literally looked like it was painted on like it looked like body paint it did mm-hmm. not look like there was any type of fabric on her body and people are like what are you what are y'all doing like there's a difference to your point in aesthetic of hey spider-man wears a skin tight suit absolutely but i don't see any type of definition on his body it's just really like he's it's just his his body just the 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 outline of it but i don't see his ab prints i don't see his dick print i don't see his nipples what are you guys doing exactly man it is very weird to to think that that was ever kind of normal especially once you make it to movie level because once you make it to the movies you're dealing with real people and reality and stuff just starts looking stupid Mm -hmm. so i'm feeling like that was probably the catalyst was just they tried that shit and they were like nah this looks ridiculous like like whatever they drew with with the with the with the body length thong that that shit just ain't gonna work uh on screen and no actress is gonna hop into that um you know who's worth their salt right that and like you say once you get to the people that don't read comic books and you're dealing with women's right activists they're gonna be like what the fuck is this, this well is even this. you know what's weird i mean to me a lot of people read comic books that have the same leanings and they've just been complaining about it there but Correct. once it once it bits the big screen i think you know it's a bigger controversy but i mean i remember the spider woman um alternative color i mean cover and i mean i saw it and was immediately like well this is ridiculous you know because we've come far enough for that to be ridiculous which is good but at the same time we haven't come far enough for them to know not to do that shit which is terrible you know um all right so if you want to hear more of joy you can check out black girl nerds um you check out movie trailer reviews because she's always she's a frequent guest on there mm-hmm. um and yeah so she'll be around guys all right and then we're gonna get into the rest of the show after we pay these bills okay uh the <laughs> the official weapon of the show is the taser and unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today the show is sponsored and it's sponsored by like three different levels of sponsorship guys it's so it's so true over there three way first There's of all money. get this money <laughs> yeah we gotta get this money gotta real get quick this money 
uh, <laughs> uh it's brought to you by shadow dog productions of course we have albums on itunes and uh, uh amazon all you gotta do look up the best of rod and karen and you can get our first album it's uh when we were still voiceover rookies guys okay we didn't came a long way here the origin stories here how we started out sounding on the microphone um so you can know where we end up but yeah go and check it out the best of rod and karen you can find it on itunes amazon if you listen to it leave it a five-star review uh we appreciate everybody it takes time out to do that um we also are brought to you by loot crate that's right loot crate is back yes they are this episode is brought to you by loot crate which is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items for the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter code tbgwt and you can get three dollars off of any new subscription that's lootcrate.com slash tbgwt all right so that's one of them and then we got a brand new one guys um and our brand new oh wait that's because it's over here <coughs> our brand new sponsor Support for TBGWT comes from Talkspace, the online therapy company that believes that therapy should be affordable, confidential, and convenient. Join over 500,000 people who have used Talkspace for online therapy with their licensed therapists. For a special offer, visit Talkspace.com slash TBGWT. That's right, y'all. Get your therapy on. Mm-hmm. All this shit happening. Get your therapy on. Right? Mental health is crucial. Yep. Say that for the mid-roll. Okay, Karen? uh <laughs> all right so uh we have all kinds of stuff to talk about speaking of therapy and and ridiculousness um let's go ahead and talk about uh what do we want to start with you know what let's just go ahead and start with just some news some news ass news um my man from jagged edge kyle norman done got arrested again that's how dude went on Steve Harvey with his wife, right? That's him. That nigga. That's him. He done. But he had changed y'all, right? Uh, first of all, I mean, if you're getting your, your love advice from Steve Harvey. Yep, sir. Yep. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> don't, don't. Don't know that I can feel too confident. I mean, I'm not trying to say I told you so. I never was rooting against the brother, but am I shocked? I can't say I'm shocked. No. Um, do y'all, do you, don't, y'all, don't y'all miss when uh, Jagged Edge was just trying to find out where the party at? I just miss that. You know, uh-huh. I just wanted them to go ahead and get married. You know, now look at him. <laughs> now look at him. Now we know why you should not get married. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's Kyle Norman is back behind bars after allegedly violating the terms of his criminal probation for family violence and battery. Uh, his probation officer accused him of blowing off court order, anger management, and alcohol classes, and the judge sentenced him to 13 days in jail. That's it. That's it? That's it. Mm. Um, earlier this month, the judge issued an arrest warrant for the Let's Get Married singer for allegedly violating his probation, according to court records. Cops picked up Norman on that warrant on J- January 22nd and is currently locked up in DeKalb County Jail in Georgia. Late last week, his probation officer filed docs in his criminal case alleging the singer has ignored the terms of his probation in the case where he was charged with family violence and battery. The probation officer explained Norman pled guilty and was convicted to the offense of disorderly conduct in April. His sentence included 12 months probation and a $24 fine 
and a $39 a month supervision fee, alcohol and drug treatment, 12 anger management classes, and no violent contact with the victim. Man, that's kind of light. I mean, that seems like that you got a yeah. It seems like you got a good deal, man. You should just do that shit. You only got to be good for one year. Um, I mean, I didn't know about this thirty nine dollars a fee month uh, supervision fee, but I think Justin was telling me last week that uh, when you get uh, probation and shit, you have to pay a fee for your parole officer. So it's like you get charged for that shit too. Wow. Mm hmm. I didn't know that either. What happened if you can't afford it? I guess you go back to jail. I don't know. I mean, $30, oh. $39 a month. I mean, it shouldn't like, right, right. Like, right. It, like it's, it's not, it, it, it sounds like it's enough to where it's not quote unquote cost prohibitive, but you got to consider that when you're talking about this, you're normally dealing with people that might not be able to find a job. Right. Can't people, work yeah, people underemployed and shit like right. that. And then you throw in this $39 a month fee which you know presumably is after they've either done their time or you know face justice in a courtroom Mm -hmm. so just another tax uh at any rate um he uh had violated numerous terms of his probation including failing to report failing to pay fines fees owing 394 dollars in the ranges to the court skipping alcohol and drug evaluation or attending the anger manager classes damn he didn't do shit (laughs) he really sat in his house yeah he was like only thing i'm not gonna do is hit my wife that's it so i do that for two months uh there are currently two months and 29 days left on his sentence and his probation officer demanded to sing his probation revoked and he'd be re-sentenced in the case for his violations um man Mm. like chaplain said in california you have to pay the cost of your incarceration Said that they uh, put a lien, they think, uh, the gunshot rages. Damn. I decided to get you. It's one of the reasons I try to stay away from crime. You know what I noticed, though? Like, and I get that Let's let's Get Married is a jagged edge, like, one of their biggest hits. But they could have picked any other song to refer him as. Like, just because, like, he's getting arrested for being or not, you know, doing the necessary things to get off of probation for domestic violence you're gonna call him the let's get married singer i'm gonna pick any other song uh to be honest i think they did not go far enough because i would have if i would have wrote this i would have been like the let's get married singer uh apparently did not keep up to his promise and when it comes (laughs) when it comes to his wife he can't love you apparently she was not his good luck charm Mm -mm. but he's about to find out what it's like in jail Oh my I don't God. know what you, you know, if, I don't know what you trying to do, Kyle, but I hope you put a little oomph in it next time. Oh Lord, I would, I hope like I, I hope Boston did a coverage of this and they started it with like a uh oh, like that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> my personal favorite, like nothing would make me happy. <laughs> that do sound like some shit they would do. Oh man, uh, what sad as that was, Boston I was reading they just they, they've been melanin in lately they've been melanin i'm not no offense if y'all listening possible uh i hear pop obama my man but uh y'all been melanin in a little bit well uh, you know it's trump's america we gotta we we gotta get, guess we're getting serious everybody across the board i don't know yeah <laughs> people been trying to uh trying to shape uh ship shape up yeah <laughs> he he deport he deporting people y'all he deporting people <laughs> you know originally none of none of us really originally came from here who knows how far you going back 
that's true mm-hmm. you never know some of this shit he talking about um mm-hmm. some of y'all white think y'all say if y'all came on a boat too now mm, that's a good point Cam. um <laughs> but uh yeah so that nigga gonna end up going back to jail at some point so good luck uh kyle Mm-mm-mm. living on the jagged edge oh what is this Oh, that is the sound of the Beyonce alert. Yes, it is. You don't understand how excited I am right now. I've prepared, like, literally, so we started the show with a rap. I prepared a rap just in case, and I told Rod I did this. I had the lyrics to Kitty Cat. I was practicing the street on my way home, like, getting a rap ready. Like, oh, I'm prepared. Like, (laughs) y'all don't understand. I am a big Beyonce fan, so this is very exciting for me right now. Well, it is the first day of Black History 2017. Yes, it is. Black History! And, not to be outdone, the Queen yes. decided to, to lay on a big announcement. Beyonce is pregnant with twins, y'all. Twins, y'all. The two little bundles, so, bundles of joy. I'm so excited. Uh, I'm so excited. I, for one, cannot wait to meet Bedford and Stuyvesant when they come out. Uh, it's ah! gonna be so lit. I cannot wait to meet red and green, yellow, purple, whatever <laughs> color you call them. I'm here. Yeah, I feel like she probably been pregnant, uh, for like six, seven months now, cause mm-hmm. she's, you. she's that good. Right. Nobody she's just knows. like, I'm gonna wait till Black History Month to just bless this on the timeline, cause y'all gonna need it. And you know, Twitter is our, Twitter is low key the feds because people were going through the Instagram posts back and during the holidays she did like a little like a uh, 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 collage and it was uh, T- Tamar Braxton's uh, one, of, one of her Christmas songs was playing and in the picture she puts up two fingers mm-hmm. and people just assumed she was doing a peace sign like I was and people were like wait was she was she should have been pregnant at that time mm-hmm. I think that, that was a subliminal people were like really going through the archives <laughs> I was like oh my god like I was at work today and I realized you, when good, be, when, well, any Beyonce news is good news, but when Beyonce news comes out, you realize how many people are around you that don't love her as much as you do. Mm. Like, and you're around and you're like, I don't have nobody to talk to about this, like to its full capacity. So I'm texting my friends like, y'all, I can't focus on work. Like I, <laughs> I am, I am so excited. I'm, I'm smiling. Like it's my damn babies, ain't my kids. Yeah, like I'm not pregnant. We, yeah, we, 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 we. Yeah, it's like we baby. all got pregnant. It's like, oh look, we all got pregnant. Our baby is. I haven't smiled this hard since like before the election. Like this is how happy I became. Like something in my heart like burst, and I was like, oh, I can smile it again. Like there's joy in my heart once more. Like oh, it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like, uh, it was funny though, cause like when it was announced uh all the people that swear they don't be beyonce fans because that's like the thing you gotta say before everything these days anytime somebody starts a sentence about beyonce they gotta start with now i'm not a beyonce stan but then everybody was getting their life and i was like all y'all lying but it's cool for today we can all be stands okay because i know y'all lying like shit everybody's a beyonce stan you know yeah it's like you might want to say something shady every once in a while because you want to be different but at the end of the day 
she snatches your edges off like everybody else on the planet every time she do something so let's just keep it real and i seen performances she had from like a month ago where she was dancing and she had on this jacket and i was like damn she good she's like a fucking magician she was pregnant then (laughs) it's it's so obvious she like kaiser so say like soon she said i was like oh my god oh oh my god she's been pregnant this whole time you know it's like so she was with solange on saturday night live what did she have on i gotta go through the pictures again (laughs) oh god she pulled she she got us again yeah i was yo i was looking at all the appearances like well didn't she do it oh my god she was well yeah you remember when she uh she did the the what was it in was it in cleveland with jay-z for Mm -hmm. for the hillary clinton campaign yep and she had on the pit and we're thinking she wearing pantsuit because like you know hillary for hillary no the the pantsuit hit her right at like the crotch level Mm -hmm. so it's a good area and it's a little baggy in the middle to like hide the baby bump and she was dancing at full mass don't get me wrong but i was just sitting there like oh my god Mm -hmm. like oh this hoe got us every time like i why do i keep trying to pretend like she's like jesus you don't know when the Ah! day nor the hour nor the time Mm -mm. where she will appear yeah she put out this beautiful picture on instagram uh of her with some oh wait i can show you guys yes (laughs) it is right hold on i'm gonna put it in the chat but it's a picture of her and like she's just looking like mother nature holding her belly and got flowers in the background um and it says beyonce we would like to share our love and happiness we have been blessed two times over we are incredibly grateful that our family will be growing by two and we thank you for your well wishes the carters and this is why you know beyonce is truly a black woman because she's wearing a mick uh mitch match uh panty and uh bra bra set Mm -hmm. (laughs) to let us know like that's that's cold to let you know that she's still from texas you know right she wearing a bootleg veil that's not even like there's nothing mm-hmm. attached to it it's just like a piece of like chiffon on top of her head i feel like she everything just everything about this is good rat and i love it I, I love it so much i feel like she just has this in her backyard like i don't think any of this was ah! planned it feels impromptu like she said girl hand me that shawl and um get the camera jay-z go get the camera sean and then they just took the picture in the backyard and uh-huh. was like put that on the ground and it just came out looking magical like this so yeah, yeah pregnant with twins um so we have we have hope guys we can just make it through trump uh that'll be time for uh blue and the other carters to save us from ourselves Um, Ah, and and one thing about uh beyonce she won the super bowl last year in the month of february and now she winning this year by announcing her pregnancy in the month of bear february she knew it was black history month mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she, also did, she also released formation during black history month last year like right she is holding she is holding on that trend and i was like yes like continue doing it like we she knew that we were all depressed we were always we were all going through mental health crisis mm-hmm. and she gave me she honestly gave me the motivation to move on like i was really feeling despair man and i saw that and i found joy like within my heart like i found so much glee from just her being pregnant i'm like yo she is growing the 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 kelly and michelle of destiny child like those are the future (laughs) yeah it was really like uh we can continue on you know life has been renewed it is uh spring and spring brings hope man so i'm and then she wore pink and green uh i mean she wore green and blue i mean red and blue 
yeah pink and blue uh what am i saying she wore pink and blue red and blue because she was cripping nigga um anyway she wore uh red and blue uh pink and blue because she was uh so we don't know if it's a boy or a girl or boy and a girl or what we don't know the sex of the babies yet um so I'm that's excited also excited blue blue gonna be or she too. could be trying to communicate to those young thugs mm. at that breakfast at trump's place where they were talking about that the young thugs contacted that black pastor i don't know who that nigga was mm. maybe she's trying to communicate to those thugs like hey it's okay to reach out i but absolutely did not even watch any of that i i just i woke up this morning to a bunch of people being like oh man you can't start black history month like this and i was like what happened and if some what so trump had like a breakfast with with the blacks is that what happened ah! so he had a, he had a, literally he had a breakfast with the with the tokens and mm. one of the pastors was talking about how these thugs from he called them like criminal thugs or something like that uh, from Chicago reached out to one of these black pastors that was at the br- breakfast pretty much like hey we'll help get the body count down in Chicago because you know Chicago is such a, a terrible problem area and whatnot and I was sitting here and I'm watching it and you I think I think I've gotten to the point where I'm trying to, I'm definitely doing my due diligence I'm definitely trying to donate where I can I know like mm-hmm. For me, I've realized throughout all 2016, I've done protesting in the past. That's just not my strength. Like, that's not where my strength lies. I'm better being a donator. Like, me I'm too. privileged to have a well-paying job. So I love to donate to, to organizations that does the fights on the ground when right. I can. So for the Muslim ban, for example, I donated to uh, Undocu Black, which specifically talks about, like, black Muslims who are undocumented and other black and African immigrants who are undocumented. I donated to the ACLU and I also donated to uh, another uh, Muslim organization that works with educating standard Americans who are extremely ignorant on what is uh, what is the Muslim faith and what it is and what it isn't. So I try to donate to there. Um, so I, that, like, I know that that's like not my strength to protest, but I realized like I started to you know compartmentalize on the things that I've been reading about Trump because every day it's like a new like fire drill. Yeah. Like, it's every couple of hours you're getting something new mm-hmm. and it's hard. It's really, 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 really hard. Oh, somebody put in the chat that Trump didn't know who Frederick Douglass was. Yeah, he really didn't. And neither did Spicer, but, uh, I, it's just, I have to, you know, like cart, you know, compartmentalize it. If, in order for me to like get through the day quite frankly yeah it's I, hard. I read but. i read his the transcript of his talking about <laughs> talking about uh black history and it was rough it, it was like the it was like when you have to give a speech for black history month and but like you're in 10th grade so you've gone through like 10 black history months in school but you've never actually studied anything nope. so you just say the little bit of shit that you do know or that you can remember yeah that's that's what came to that's what it felt like to me um when i read that speech it just felt like he was just saying here's some names um for black history month those are those are people too right uh okay and that was about it I, I'll, I'll save it for later for um that child's man because i don't want to i don't want to sell it the well, rest of my show with this shit I, well, I will say like you ever i something i noticed when i was in school do y'all remember like how in textbooks they would talk about slavery then like 
the black like then then like civil rights movement slash the black panthers and like nothing in between you mm-hmm. just like jump multiple years and you're like what happened that's what that speech read like it was just like he didn't even read the second part he just read the slavery part and mm-hmm. then like mlk because he has a whole day but other than that he was just like i don't know what else is black history what does that mean oh i don't I don't understand. Like, he literally threw, he was throwing up, like, Hail Marys throughout that whole speech. Yeah, and, and I don't know, and the thing is, for people that are paying any attention, I'm not shocked nor surprised, because he doesn't give a fuck. He mm. doesn't care about any yeah. oppressed people, you know. What, yeah, which I had to point out to, to my friend when we were talking about it. I was like, the only time Trump really interacts with black people is when he's accusing them of rape, even though they have DNA evidence showing otherwise, or kicking them out of their homes and denying their uh, rent contracts. But, you know. Or taking pictures with um with black men that go up there to his tower. Yeah. Right. And right, talk right. to them. Yeah, no, 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 no black person <clears throat> that he would actually respect or actually, quote unquote, he thinks it's more intelligent than him he would never invite um and also the thing about him is that i in my my heart i think it's purposely and strategically designed to bombard the general population with too much information so that a lot of very 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 important shit goes underneath the radar because you're bombarded with too much shit to pay everything attention i honestly don't know because i've seen people say that but i don't really know what that means like because i'll see people that be like stay focused and i'm like all these things are bad like i don't even know yeah where you it's, like it's what would it like yeah, what yeah. would it like what is the thing that you think we are losing focus of by being like yo he did something else terrible you know what i mean like yeah. i could see if it was like he came out and said uh i will no longer be serving quail at the white house and people got mad about that i'd be like okay yeah yeah people do need to stay focused but this shit be like, uh, yeah, so I'm gonna ban the Muslims and I'm gonna have a racist Supreme Court judge and I'm gonna have this. So it's like, to me, it's like, it's nothing, it's, it's not even about stay focused. It's just like, no. all these things are bad. Right. And I, and I, now, I, now I know it says stay focused. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I, I'm not even saying you said that though. Um, okay. I'm just saying in general, I see people saying stuff like stay focused or, he's just trying to do, you know, he's trying to distract us. And I'm like, nigga, these are, this is the thing. Like, it's not even just a distract. It's not even a distraction if it's the thing, right? Like all these are the things that he said he would do. So is to me, it's not like because secretly it's some other shit happening. It's like these things are bad on their face, regardless of if something else was happening off in the distance or not. Like um this isn't like when uh certain politicians say something and you're like, oh yeah, that's kind of bad, but. uh you know they're really trying to distract you from this trade agreement or some shit like you know how people always do this is just more like no this is all bad you know anyway i i guess since we already talked about it we might as well just go right into that y'all man (sighs) sorry everybody (laughs) let me play some some white people new music I love the 80s. Shit gonna take two minutes to start. Of course. For a beat drop or you hear somebody sing. Cassio keyboard. I had me one too. 
That's right. It's time for white people news, guys. And we got to start with, since we already talked about it, Donald Trump. Because fuck it. Um, <laughs> so first of all, he had a unusual Black History Month remark, uh, set of remarks, surrounded by all the colors that he knows um, in the room. Um, just Did he say colors? I'm surprised he didn't. I added. I, I may have interjected some things. Okay, yeah, because they were saying that uh, people have actually paid attention to like his talking and his speech level. They said his talking level is on the level of a sixth grader. Okay, that just felt like shade, but okay. It, yes, it was. 100%. Okay, I was trying to keep it relevant to the to what happened today. Um, no, that's probably why he did the shit he did because he talk on the level of sixth grader, and you know, sixth grader don't know that much about black history. Mm, but sixth graders don't be saying colored. Is my point. That was just no, they don't say color. Yeah, I don't the, know. They might say it now if their parents don't. <laughs> oh God, we're never gonna get this segment done. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Go go ahead. <laughs> I've been trying to do it. Uh, the president says. Hello, everybody. These are there. These are a lot of my friends. <laughs> no, you want to say black friends? Yo, he off the, out the gate, out the gate. The African Americans. He did not even like try to attempt to, and he goes. You'll read the speech, Rod, but like throughout the time, he's just be like, "Yeah, my friend and my other black friend and that other black friend and his black friend." And I'm like, "Okay." He don't know none of y'all names. I hope they know that these are a lot of my friends that you have been so helpful and we did well the election it came out really well next time we'll triple it up or quadruple it right we want to get it over we want to get over 51 right at least 51 i'm assuming percent um i'm guessing i was like what are you quadrupling how also uh, how does that work yeah also uh you would need more than quadruple to get to 51 i mean i know math isn't his strong suit but you're not getting 51 percent of black people uh even if you quadruple it uh well Ooh, this never ever ever, well, ever, ever ever i'm just saying even with his math i'm not even saying that he won't get it you know what i'm saying like even if everybody changed their minds and his math is wrong he needs like fucking 10 times the black vote that he got to get up to what he wanted and let me anyway. tell you black women ain't having it yeah it's not realistic i just want to double no. stress that i'm saying it won't happen but even if it would happen his numbers that he just said are absolutely wrong quadruple will not get him to 51 that's all i'm saying uh it'll get him to like eight percent of the black woman vote 
and like fucking whatever i i forget was it 13 percent of niggas that did i can't remember what black men did yep. i just remember how bad it was it was 13 okay so with yeah, 13 even with 13 percent uh he wouldn't get to 51 get to like was that 39 or some shit 49 maybe i don't know um but then you got to add that into the black woman vote so you still don't get 51 percent so anyway good luck right good luck yeah, we ain't bumping for him uh the president said uh nice to see you uh to miss Patton. who's miss Patton? does anybody know was it paula Patton? Uh, it better not have been paula that's all i know paula better not take her black ass up there um, i don't think she did um anyway so he says um nice to see you in just a few notes during this month we honor the tremendous history of african-americans throughout our country uh <laughs> i'm surprised you didn't say the blacks uh <laughs> tremendous history of the african-americans throughout our country throughout the world if you really think about it right question mark it's like a question not really a anyway and there's st- <laughs> their story is one of unimaginable sacrifice hard work and faith in america i would like to ask him can you give us an example of some sacrifice hard work and faith in america from black people can you give us one example oh he don't got one i've gotten a real he didn't write this shit down did he He went out there and 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 and, uh spoke off the cuff like he does his speeches and don't write shit down how would i know okay no because you know ain't nobody gonna write shit for him because we don't i've gotten a real glimpse during the campaign i go around with ben to a lot of (laughs) sorry I go around with being to a lot of different places that I wasn't so familiar with. They're incre- they're incredible people, and I want to thank Ben Carson, who's going to be headed up HUD. It's a big job, and it's a job that not only that's not only housing, it's spirit, mind and spirit, right, Ben? And you understand that nobody's going to be better than Ben. Last month, we celebrated the life of the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr whose incredible example is unique in american history you read all about dr martin luther king a week ago when somebody said i took the statue out of my office and it turned out that that was fake news it was fake news the statue is cherished it's one of the favorite things in the and we have some good ones we have lincoln and we have jefferson and we We have Lincoln, we have Jefferson, we have Dr. Martin Luther King, and we have, but they said the statue, the bust of Dr. Martin Luther King was taken out of office. It was never even touched, so I think it was a disgrace. But that's the way the press is, very unfortunate. I am very proud that we have a museum of the, on the National Mall where people can learn about Reverend King. So many other things. Frederick Douglass is an example of somebody who's done an amazing job and is being recognized more and more i noticed good job fred uh, harriet Did tubman good job fred no i said that oh, okay oh no. no harriet tubman <laughs> rosa parks and millions more black americans who made america what it is today big impact i am proud to honor this heritage and will be honoring it more and more the folks at the table and almost by passing all- laws to suppress your vote by passing laws to take us back to when you were slaves by passing laws that tell you to get your black asses on the boat and go back where you came from sorry go ahead i'm trying to find my spot hold on mm-hmm. that's how he gonna help you oh the folks at the table in almost all cases have been great friends and supporters and daryl i'm <laughs> we don't know who these people 
people is i hope he knows this and i don't think he does <laughs> i met daryl when he was three defend- minutes ago <laughs> i met daryl when he was defending me on television and the people that were on the other side of the argument didn't have a chance right and paris has done an amazing job in a hilton. very huh oh you said paris i thought you said paris i was like hilton god damn it we're never gonna finish the segment you you have to let me i'm i'm okay. i'm not donald trump i'm not donald trump i'm just trying to read what the man said and paris has done an amazing job in a very hostile cnn community he's all by himself seven people in paris so i'll take paris over to seven but i don't watch cnn so i don't get to see you as much as i want to i don't like watching fake news even black history money can't stay on topic uh one of the participants says none of us watch it either anymore the president said well, but nigga paris is on there y'all y'all just said y'all don't support your friend anyway the president says but fox is treating me very nice wherever fox is thank you we're going to need better schools and we need them soon we need more jobs we need better wages a lot of better way a lot better wages we're going to work very hard on the inner city ben is going to be doing that big league <laughs> did they big league or bigly i wonder mm-hmm. it's one of his big things that we're going to be looking at we need safer communities and we're going to do that with law enforcement we're going to make it safe we're going to make it much better than it is right now right now it's terrible and i saw you talking about it the other night paris on something else that was really you did a fantastic job the other night on a very unrelated show i'm reading i'm ready to do my part it's the only time i can see him i'm ready to do my part and i will say this we're going to work together this is a great group this is a group that has that's been so special to me you really helped me a lot if you remember i wasn't going to do well with the african-american community and after they heard me speak and talking about the inner city and lots of other things we ended up getting i won't go into details but we ended up getting substantially more than other candidates who had run in the past year and now we're going to take that to the new levels i want to thank my television star over here what the fuck does this got to, i'm sorry what the fuck does it got to do with the with the go ahead i'm sorry Omarosa is actually a very nice person nobody knows that jesus but i don't want to destroy her reputation she's a very good person and she's been helpful right from the beginning of the campaign i appreciate it. i really do very special and so i want to thank everybody for being here could we maybe just go around the room we'll introduce ourselves and the press can stay for that and i'm sure they have no questions about last night because it's such a good launch we have a fantastic hopefully new justice of the supreme court and hopefully that will be he'll be approved very very quickly he's outstanding in every way academically he's done almost as well as you did daryl in college not quite right but he's a great man and i think he'll be great great justice he's been very well received it's a big evening very big evening hand to god i do not know what you just read it's it's honestly like he made it up when he walked in the room i guarantee you he will and uh you know george washington carver is a person i've heard has done tremendous things with the peanut and uh is doing a great job he had a list with a few names on it and he just i guarantee you that shit wouldn't wrote out it wouldn't planned out he probably fired his speechwriter because somebody like him how dare you tell me what to say madam cj walker has been very supportive in getting to be known and as a thing that people do thank you very much the blacks are good 
anyway uh leaked trump order suggests that he's planning to deport more legal immigrants for using by for using social services no shit so people that are actually legal immigrants uh did what they were supposed to do filled out the paperwork mm -hmm. all that shit right legal immigrants currently get access to some public benefits in some circumstances but the federal government already under existing law can bar someone from coming to the u.s or from becoming a permanent resident if there's any evidence she will become a quote-unquote public charge uh currently the federal government looks at the use of cash benefits like temporary assistance for needy families when it's making public charge decisions but not in the kind not in kind benefits like medicaid and children's health insurance program so if your kid's on some type of health insurance program or medicaid uh he may be um deciding to uh deport you even though you had a right to be here um mm. Yeah, or even though, um, yeah, because they've decided that that means you are a burden on the system, so you got to go. Uh, I don't need Mexicans. Report claims Trump threatened to send troops to Mexico in a call to NITO, N-I-E-T-O. Oh, Mexican President Enrique Enrique Pina Nieto, or NATO. Anyway. You told him they ain't paying for no goddamn wall, and I don't blame him. mm uh a meeting with president donald trump last week after the u.s president reopened conversation about the u.s mexico border wall and who would pay for it however the two spoke over the phone on friday and it was described as a threatening call from president trump and call came after the white house press secretary sean spicer said during the press that trump administration was considering a 20 percent border tax on mexican imports to pay for the wall uh trump reportedly told the mexican president he doesn't need the mexicans and i don't need mexico we're going to build the wall and you're ah. going to pay for it like it or not <laughs> he oh, also Lord. threatened to send troops into mexico to fight against narco traffic uh hmm. remember when uh killary was running and she's a war hawk and there and then jill stein and then was like well we put trump in i mean it's a lot less you know at least we know we won't be going to war remember that Mm -hmm. i just first of all i I want to deport trump and his administration out of my life let's start with that Mm -hmm. second the fact that you are threatening to go into mexico for what because they won't pay for your stupid fucking wall right in another country and you think that's gonna be okay with them and the fact that he said up front that they were gonna that we were gonna pay we as americans are gonna pay through our tax dollars and that mexico is gonna reimburse us and yo mexico has been really out there on twitter like the president of mexico who was president from 2000 2006 my man was out he was like he essentially was like nigga we ain't paying for nothing he essentially just said like essentially said that like he did a hashtag fucking wall he actually made that as a hashtag like nobody's paying for this wall dog like so you're gonna have tax you're gonna have american taxpayers pay for a wall that nobody wants and for what and then you're gonna threaten mexico saying that they're gonna pay no matter what how in what world does that work yep and everybody knows that if you tax uh imports that's the american people paying for it right Mm -hmm. avocados get ready to go through the fucking roof um in addition uh to more that's y'all man news white people this is y'all man man. that's why it's y'all man that's why it's in y'all's news section we are officially putting iran on notice white house national security advisor blast tehran 
for testing ballistic missile in defiance of ban on nuclear capable weapons huh sounds like maybe obama's diplomatic solutions to working with iran were more well received than the braggadocio of trump and crew yeah like and then on top of that wasn't iran was one of the countries on the muslim ban too so you're gonna send them back and then bomb them afterwards okay Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah so somebody somebody wrote in chat like like i said we all gonna die i've been right with you listen i have been saying like i i kept seeing conflicting news today in furthering along that y'all man news about uh sessions getting confirmed i've seen some articles say that he has officially been confirmed by the senate i've seen some articles saying that the vote is still happening i don't know but yeah no yeah we gonna die people are gonna die from this presidency in all in all fairness in all fairness now we get to die together i like to look on the bright side uh president donald trump's (laughs) national security (laughs) advisor told reporters during a white house briefing that the administration condemns such actions by iran that undermine security prosperity and stability throughout and beyond the middle east that puts american lives at risk as of today we are officially putting iran on notice he said on notice what mister you got one more time okay buddy and then you're gonna go to time out i'm gonna start to think about punishing you meanwhile they were calling the president obama weak but I'll tell you what they weren't do, testing no nuclear weapons when he was on guard. Soon as y'all get in, they like, shoot a bomb. Fuck them. But it's cool. Y'all want to stir the hornets, kick that hornet's nest, and claim to be the victim. Flynn said that Iran is now feeling emboldened and criticized the Obama administration for failing to respond adequately to Tehran's malign actions, including weapons transfers, support for terrorism, and other violations of international norms so even that is obama's fault but they waited till y'all niggas got in to be like what y'all gonna do pop off um so yep uh see what else we have uh trump taps evangelist uh jerry falwell jr to lead higher education task force so say goodbye to the theory of evolution everybody and i heard that he also runs a for-profit company which you're leading the education initiative you might want to work in a non-profit instead because a lot of schools are public schools mm. don't don't nobody but, give a fuck i don't think rules matter no more yeah no somebody sent showed a picture of some of his uh his work in the past in terms of studies um yeah if you are not christian i got news for you Yep, the Liberty University president said he's concerned about overregulation of higher ed stu- institutions by the government. <sighs> That's y'all's man. Get rid of dumb people down. That is, listen, that is absolutely y'all's man. So let me be very, very, very clear. I did my due diligence at the polls. I voted for Hillary. I was one of the ninety-four percent and proud to be because I did my job. I was skeptical, still did my job. Yep. And look at us. A lot of people had to go you know what better than alternative you know right like wasn't looking for uh the perfect candidate didn't think it was possible so i'll take the thing to stave off the armageddon and uh it didn't work out not enough people agree with me right and now i will continue to say this 
Don't ask Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama to do a motherfucking thing because nope. on the trail they told y'all bitches this was real. Democracy is on the line. Like they warn people. And now people are going like, well, he ain't saying shit. He's not the fucking president anymore. He's not obligated to tell y'all motherfuckers a goddamn thing. Right. Listen, Obama's on an island somewhere in sport flip flops, dressing all black like the omen with the black with the with the black hat uh backwards. He ain't coming back. And I don't blame I'm, him. Me, I'm like, stay where you are, sir, because you might be better out there because you a regular citizen. That means you a regular nigga like everybody else. You might want to not come back if I was you. I ain't on front. I be smiling hard when I see them doing shit. Like, ain't it great? I, uh, uh, Michelle in them little shorts on the beach, chilling. Uh, uh, showing the thighs, dressed right? like an auntie, going to Essence Fest. Like, I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Barack with the hat on backwards like he going fishing. Later on, hitting up the hot hole, and then uh, today I saw, uh, I think it was Malia going to her internship um, uh, with the she's Weinstein got... Company, uh, just chilling. And I was just like, man, good for y'all. I heard she's pitching scripts too. She, yeah, she's like, supposed uh... to be re- I think reading and pitching different scripts. Uh, somebody I saw, Bossa was like, of course, like she need, she she might be in a position to put some black movies on. I was just like. All right, guys, can we just calm down with the, uh, cause, cause this is how shit starts to where, like, she could pitch an Oscar winning strip, but if it ain't black people about to be like, see, this was wrong with them. Don't be want All no. I know is that 10 <laughs> to 15 years, she gonna win a Golden Globe. You heard it here first. There you go. Um, Melania Trump may never move into the White House and instead live in New York City with her son Barron as Ivanka and Jared Kushner begin performing traditional first lady duties to help out. Fuck her. I'm live. I'm a native New Yorker. I grew up in New York, raised in New York. I lived. I, I I went to uh, Philly for college. Lived in Jersey for a little bit. I lived back in New York. Absolutely fuck her because the fact that we have to pay an obscene amount of money to keep her here, girl, go. Like we, why are you here? And I don't want to point out the obvious, but there is no way Michelle, Sasha, and Malia could have did any of this shit, saying that I'm gonna just be there on the weekends and whatnot like melania is like nah fuck her the fact that they have that extreme white privilege to do that you're literally going against any other traditional rule that we've ever had when it comes to people living in the white house and now you're taking up our money and you're taking up space and traffic and security for for other situations you're making the nypd although fuck them you're making them understaffed because they gotta uh they gotta cover your white ass like there's so many things that are super wrong and it is gonna slowly but surely bankrupt the city and i'm not i'm not pleased with it yep uh so they will they possibly may never move into the white house um complete it one um so yeah um and uh also the fact that Ivanka would be taking over the first lady do roles for in her stead is also some only a white person shit. Right. The only other time that's ever happened was which president? I think it was Buchanan. But only because he was um, he wasn't married. And right. His, his his niece did it. But other than that, like, and I'm not saying that you have to be married to work in as the first lady. I let me make that very clear because. I think as we hopefully progress as a nation, like there will be people who are unwed that can still have a viable chance. They don't have to have the quote unquote nuclear family in order for them to be a successful politician and get the the largest and highest seat in the house. But you have a viable 
or viable. Well, none of y'all are qualified, but you have a viable enough, I guess, first lady who just refuses to go to the city and for no actual legitimate reason. You have Ivanka there and she's playing quote unquote first lady duties. And for what? Like, don't you have a job? She has a job. And in fact, her job is conflict of interest for her to be a first lady and she's not giving it up. So then what? Why? For why? Why? Yeah, and I just want to throw in the extra added part of if if it seemed like Michelle Obama needed help to be first lady, they would have they would have shat all over her. Like yeah. if it, it would have been like, oh, she's so weak, she's such a terrible uh, first lady, she can't even just. I mean, it's such an easy job. All you have to do is you like it would have been so much shade, but the standards are completely different for Melania and and that family. And the, and the thing about it is that them not living at the White House actually puts a lot of it's a, it's a huge security risk because Washington D.C. is designed the way it's designed for a reason, and it's designed for you know the president, the vice. It's designed for Congress. It's designed for those people. They have certain things there, and and you know security, you know things there that they can implement. You're at a fucking place that does not have these same things. Yep. She, you know what? What she's doing is like, if I started a brand new job and I told my boss, you know what, I'm gonna need to take like two months off of work for vacation time. Yeah, girl, you just got it. But you it's like even, it's, but it's even, it's even worse though, because she's saying I may never move in. Right, so it's even know. worse than just like the initial thing of like I need some time. I want to wait till my son graduates. I mean, like I get that. Like it's also like something that has doesn't happen before or whatever to throw in on Wait, top of that college? i mean i'm in high school or whatever the fuck you mm-hmm. saying but but then to throw in that extra level of like also he uh we may never move in that's a whole yeah, nother level of audacity that people and this isn't even something i care about i just think it's interesting that we know for a fact the high wire act that michelle sasha and malia had to walk they had to damn near be perfect in every single step or they would have or they and even when they were they still caught the the shit into the stick these people are already walking in completely disrespecting the office it's like the thing i say about trump only a white man could get that office without respecting it true true yep. and, and um his wife is out here uh doing the marie antoinette shit uh eating fucking diamonds out of a bowl Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm like, if Mich- if if they had a picture of Michelle Obama on anybody's fucking cover eating diamonds out of bowl, people would have had a goddamn fit. Yep, they had a goddamn fit about uh, Sasha Malia's dresses. I think it was the last White House Correspondents Dinner, and they were like, "It's really expensive." It was like, but they didn't pay for it. It always gets loaned by a designer. But y'all just always have one thing to bitch about when it comes to black girls, but whatever. But the fact that even, like, her website, the the official.gov website, when they talk about the first family and whatnot, they essentially plug her jewelry line, her QVC jewelry line. Yep. Yo, that's all types of, like, not allowed. You can't be plugging businesses that you shouldn't even have in the first place when you're a president and you're a part of the first family. But all right. Why is he concerned rules don't matter? Because they ain't never mattered so far yep why would he change now that's the thing like he told you what you're gonna get they absolutely did mm-hmm. all right let's get into the lighter side of the white news um the whiter side i guess um let's see what we got going oh Tam- thomas ravenel 
blames southern charm for split with katherine dennis says reality fame caused the family's denial uh demise i don't know none of these people we just read a story about southern yeah, charm like two days ago i read a long ass story about that ah! i don't care sorry white people in news go in one in out the other i'm sorry unless you are established and i know who you are i'm not gonna remember i'm sorry y'all southern charm stars and former couple thomas ravenel and katherine dennis are back at it again feuding on social media in the now deleted instagram post thomas accused katherine of letting fame get the best of her making matters worse for the mom of two jennifer snowden her boy her former bff has also now turned against her according to reality wait reality t uh thomas ravenel shared a photo of katherine dennis in the hospital taken after the birth of their first child kensington back in july 2014 while it looked like nothing but an innocent pic at first it was actually the caption that went with it that surprised southern charm fans in a now deleted instagram photo thomas seemingly regrets being part of southern charm the reality star revealed that 2014 was the year when everything went downhill the start of their family demise the spring of 2014 everything was thumbs up ah bravo cameras arrived in july and everything went downhill fast Mm. sad it's an american tragedy and i'm not being dramatic in the least just painfully honest that the price of fame can do what the price of fame can do can you put a cost on the demise of a family outlet reported that it did not take long before the southern charm fans called out thomas ravenel even uh responded to a few of the comments before he eventually uh oh wait he he responded to some comments before he decided to delete the whole post and one of his responses he explained that he did not blame bravo for his failed relationship but rather admitted that he and katherine dennis fell victim to the lure of fame much like other reality stars thomas added that he takes full responsibility for what has happened then he put up another picture of him taking his daughter trick-or-treating and says before we went trick-or-treating with my princess halloween 2016 if they did not go to on southern on southern charm thomas even wait if they did not go on southern charm thomas even predicted that he and Catherine would have still been together without bravo together with the senate campaign pressures i doubt we'd have split at the season two i posted that pic of kd not because she looked glamorous but because to me it it the one vision i have of her completely happy and that made me feel the exact same way Uh, after being called out by thomas ravenel katherine dennis former best friend of jennifer snowden has also turned her back against her southern charm co-star speaking up to the daily mail jennifer shared what that she has not spoken to katherine since the reunion last june after seeing how thomas consoled jennifer as she was talking about her diagnosis for her unborn child Catherine allegedly got infuriated by accepting thomas's handkerchief damn that is some southern shit Catherine allegedly took this as a sign that she was siding with thomas jennifer said that southern charm fans got to see the real hearts of the cast at the time she admitted that she was hoping to get sympathy from her co-stars especially from Catherine, who she has been good friends for a couple of years now i got emotional and thomas handed me a handkerchief uh-huh. i accepted it and thomas saw that 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 is me showing allegiance to him and not her when what when what would have been nice would have been 
for her to reach out and hug me he was offering me compassion when i needed support empathy and friendship from anywhere i could get it and it was shocking to me that it didn't come from someone i'd been such a good friend to i remember the story now because you and that boy well there you go jennifer added that Catherine dennis has been bad mouthing her on social media because thomas ravenel has shown support towards her while she said that she has forgiven Catherine and southern charm the Char- southern charm star admitted she no longer considers her a friend i don't want i don't want anything bad to happen to her but i don't have the energy left to neg- navigate what it means to be her friend she explained so now we're updated now we got his side of the story uh let's see what else white people are talking about um faking it actor greg sulkin causes a twitter storm after tweeting that his workout reminded him of the brave firefighters on 9-11 what (laughs) you ever be working out so hard that you like damn this remind me of that national tragedy y'all ain't never had one of those no oh okay well Sometimes I just be like, man, on a basketball court, I was dropping bombs like Pearl Harbor, boy. Woo, it was oh, good. not appropriate. Mm-hmm. It was a damn holocaust on the weight bench today. Y'all know what I'm saying? Y'all have a bench press? No? Y'all never bench press a holocaust? Okay. Faking it actor Greg Sulkin found himself under fire on Tuesday when he took to Twitter to, to let his uh, followers know his workout made him think of 9-11 wow what a workout had to run up a flight of stairs and all i could think about were the brave firefighters firefighters climbing the twin towers on 9 11 he tweeted oh he's british too that's a good touch (laughs) that's a good touch sogan quickly deleted the tweet followed up saying so much respect for those who put their lives in danger to protect us uh uh he added and they run up flights of stairs with heavy gear on their backs puts everything into perspective hashtag respect though the 24 year old tried to cover his tracks it wasn't long before some of his 1.13 million twitter followers took a screenshot of the tweet and slammed him on social media <laughs> did greg Sokin just compare his workout to 9-11 one user said another jab can you save the 9-11 jokes for after the apocalypse or <laughs> so so others began to mock him for a silly remark Every time I pick up my point three oh three, I think of all the brave soldiers who died in the first world war, then the second, then Korea, then uh if you ever follow if you ever feel like you you say dumb things, you're not alone, Greg Sokin. Greg Sokin just compared the workout to climbing stairs on nine eleven. The actor did not address the tweet any further and tweeted, How was everyone's day? Only minutes later. <laughs> I didn't want to address that problem. <laughs> I would do that for I'm gonna say something so slanderous and then like delete Mm. on social media they come back like two days later like so how is everybody doing the privilege it must be nice the privilege yeah. must be nice act like that shit he, never existed he basically hit reset on the day he just hit reset on his console you know of twitter let's start just all over yeah again. we got off to a bad start y'all <laughs> my bad you know what i wasn't thinking clearly let's just can we do a redo can, can we do part can we do the remix can we do something else no <laughs> okay Sulkin, who previously dated Disney actress Bella Thorne, oh, oh really? She's a frequent uh, white pre- white people news um, contestant. Uh, he found himself in hot water in 2015 after sharing a Snapchat of him and his ex girlfriend using the N word. Oh, oh, oh! Where that smoke, there's fire, especially with 9/11. Come on, man! Come on! Oh. oh. 
this white people news man you can't be fucking up my white people news with this bullshit man are you serious y'all racist oh dog i am blown oh my god you know what and that's let's that's the thing like shout out to him shout out to madonna who was at the orange march and she definitely called her white son a nigga like Mm -hmm. shout out to y'all because i don't know who told you that it was okay i know it wasn't zendaya because she's on the disney channel too i know it wasn't her who told you where y'all where y'all getting y'all information from like it's It's, it's it's alternative facts yay i mean i remember fucking the dude who wrote the wire was on twitter talking about nigga jokes one day i was like no it doesn't matter if you can diagram it in a sentence you don't understand you can't say it you're not black but the fact the fact but that's the thing people get comfortable like you do a whole series of black on black people that black people love but white people love more like the wire Mm. you get real comfortable and think that you are part of the group like as cool as you may be Ah, you might be my ride or die. The minute you say that, I'm gonna look at you completely different. Someone invited you to the cookout, and here you go. Um, right. So yeah, in October he tweeted a photo of him wearing a "Grab Her by the Brain" hat as his initiative to empower women of all ages. I know who this is. Okay, I was like, I remember seeing that on social media, and I was like, absolutely not. I now I know who you're talking about. You know, I know he trashed because he spelled Greg with two G's on the end. I should have oh. known. Yeah, <laughs> he, he had trash parents. Nobody's parents let you spell your name like that if you cool. Um, the, the two G's is for good God. Why are you always in yeah. trouble doing some <laughs> bullshit? <laughs> uh, moving in together isn't far off. Ellie Golding splashes out uh, an E. Oh, oh, a six million euro uh london pad as she prepares to take the next step with her beau bobby rich i don't know who bobby rich is i know who ellie i know who ellie golden is um she had that song burn which was uh really popular um i don't know who bobby rich is either you know who might know chris apparently bobby rich is a judo champion so maybe chris might maybe that's in the mma lane somehow the starry-eyed hitmaker 30 recently moved into a sprawling six-bedroom pad in london a move reportedly made with her boyfriend in mind a source told the son bobby has met ellie's mom and now that she's moved into her new place he is there spending time with her uh wait yeah he is there spending time with her far more other often than he is in his own home damn he down there is moving in they haven't moved in together officially but it feels like the step isn't too far off they think that the world they think the world of each other and are very loved up ellie's mom tracy also really liked him this is very important to her ellie's new south london property boasts no less than six bedrooms and an indoor swimming pool the sprawling six million euro mansion also has two lounges a modern kitchen and a dining area and an outside jacuzzi the turnover has been a quick one for ellie as she was said to have moved into the 3.2 a 3.2 million euro home less than a year ago in february 2016 ellie and bobby were first linked in november after the pair was spotted out after uh, about together in london with bobby being a fitness instructor the pair share a common interest with ellie uh famous for her love of working out ellie previously dated mcfly's dougie pointner uh okay uh but 
but the, but the couple split for good in february 2016 after a two-year on again off again romance the pair remain good friends and following their breakup dougie announced they still love each other very much so now you guys know i just found the article it was on daily mail i was like i was, cause I was looking up who bobby richard was and i was happy to be reading the same thing who is dougie uh, that's another douchebaggy name like why would your child why would you name your child dougie not doug or mm-hmm. douglas dougie now see okay so in his case i feel like that one is on him like i think greg with two g's is on the parents right oh. dougie feels more like you grew up you're supposed to transition from dougie to douglas or doug and you just re- you refuse to make the call so you went with dougie you tried to say dougie your whole fucking life and that's a violation of the rules you're an asshole you know we all have nicknames growing up but i don't go by rara as a grown-ass man <laughs> like you have to oh, pick no, a no, no. wait wait i just looked it up his birth name is dougie oh that is nah nope still on him you can switch to doug and people will understand he could have said yeah my name's doug and everybody would say yes that's a grown-up fucking name going by dougie after say 18 that that's on, that's on you buddy sorry wait why is his instagram name i dug a hole like d-o-u-g a hole that's actually quite clever um <laughs> but you notice that he didn't say i dougie a hole oh, i did the dougie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh god so that is yeah if you guys want to know what um what uh her current boyfriend looks like uh i gotta say huge upgrade right yeah yeah, yeah. Ju- give me judo guy over mcfly's dougie whatever his name is a hundred out of a hundred times like he his, too. his chest looks like a tray that you eat on when you're like watching tv and right dinner that's what his chest looks like that nigga, <laughs> like he, he looks like tom hardy's tom hardy's body double when he was bane like you know what he looks like he actually looks like um like one of the hemsworth brothers like he could easily be like the cousin of the hemsworth brothers because he kind of looks like luke in terms right. of body shape and then like she doing good because she's just kind of looking plain jane right there and he's looking like girl let me put these gray sweatpants on and get in this public uh and then um this is her old boyfriend clearly an upgrade right i mean by any measurement give me okay. kung fu dude Oh, oh absolutely oh no yeah number two pick, pick pick house number two yeah he looked like he should be on in a, uh the missing brother from the Hanson brothers and shit ah he, he he looks like a one direction like he looks like the latavia of one direction like the mm-hmm. one who yeah. just didn't make it yeah and number two look like he could bench press you on his chest mm-hmm. katie mm-hmm. Mc, katie mcdermott uh is in the news you're posing full-on naked and going on about class love allen's katie mcdermott and olivia buckland lead backlash after jody marsh slams reality tv's unpaid porn stars mm. on sunday jody marsh slammed reality stars who get raunchy on tv in an epic twitter rant and on sunday evening she felt the wrath of the newest generation of reality stars with olivia buckland and katie mcdermott leading the backlash against her outbursts the love allen star slammed jody with katie branding her a hypocrite after she posed full on naked hitting back at jody who had started her rant with it's not actually cool to have sex on tv unless you're a porn star katie called the model out her out for her past defending love allen 
the 20 year old fi- oh jesus these women have very little clothes on um or this one woman does all right i have to show I you the picture i've never seen love allen yeah this is this sounds I, say, mm-hmm. I can't like i i you have really stumped me i thought i really knew a sizable amount oh. of random white facts and you have trumped me like three for three dog like i am so impressed like see i'm not new to this i'm true to this when it comes to my white people news i'll look for the things that are white as possible and in many cases the headlines that read with six or seven things i don't understand i'm like cool that sounds like something only white people know about because i damn sure don't know uh yeah that like some shit Madonna I'm looking, wait i'm looking at this picture and let me just say like in terms of women's agency and choosing what they want to wear like that's that's your business i i honestly do not care i just have a questions on a utilitarian slash like comfort standpoint because those jewels are like what are those rhinestones mm-hmm. or like I, I don't know what country. they are like are they diamonds I doubt they're diamonds um just because her her weave doesn't look that up to snuff but just that's not gonna hurt your nipples like they look very painful yeah. on the nipples that, that, that was not yeah mm. Mm-hmm. that's my only question like yeah, i feel like that would really quick dig unle- into your skin that's not comfortable yeah unless unless that is some form of um groove to your body you ain't gonna be moving too fast mm-hmm. right and also what's the temperature like aren't you go wouldn't you be cold like i get cold easily so i can't be just wearing like the bare minimum even in the summer because i'll still feel a draft somewhere this just doesn't seem like the smartest outfit to wear she, in general she looks like chris claremont drew emma frost and yeah like yeah, yeah it, it was it was like now go fight yeah like that's what when we talked about how cartoons have come a long way this was like the outfit they would have given uh somebody in <laughs> like this is dazzler from 1988 you know like this is <laughs> definitely starfire in the original teen titans <laughs> yes <laughs> Like just yes. cover her, cover most of her nipples, and we can sell this to the children. Sure, a little bit of areola, yeah. not a lot. Is there? Is this? Is this a full body pick? Can we see what she's wearing on the bottom? Uh, yeah, uh, belt. Oh, oh, a belt over her vagina, her vagine area. That's it. I thought that that was a clutch. I didn't even know that was a belt. Yeah, oh. it looks like a yep. Yeah, the yeah, belt. you can see her bikini line. Oh, yeah. Oh. Now here's the thing she had this on at some point but then she slammed the reality stars who make out on tv i mean it does feel a bit hypocritical who is that does feel a little bit hypocritical who who is used to judge Mm -hmm. but where was she going was there is this like a themed event is this like uh maybe it's like a PETA type of you know fhm what does fhm stand for i have no idea no clue let me see if i can find that on google um I have questions, man. FHM is a American version of a British magazine. Features girls entertainment oh, wait, video F- games. Yeah, FHM is kind of like like a British Playboy, maybe for him. Like a British oh. maybe for him magazine or something. Mm. Sure. Okay. All right. So defending uh, Love Island, the twenty-year-old finalist said, "We never saw it. It's so hardly porn. You you can see your vagina and boobs and just photos, love." and continuing her defense she wrote but you didn't see anything pretty sure not once did you see anyone naked you're posing full-on naked going on about class before adding i completely understand why people get offended uh with sex on tv but on love island you never actually saw it but when jody marsh preaches 
about class and then and that's when i have to step in biggest hypocrite on the earth good night lovelies xxx she comment completed her rant with and the 22 year old co-star olivia also got in on the action questioning whether jody was bitter she fired back at her usually fierce style right and why condemn something such as reality programs so generically let's all remember where we come from the issue is staying grounded wait that's a clapback i guess i guess that's what goes for clapback these days i mean that's white clapback yeah they grading that on the white girl curve i guess uh you ain't bring nobody children into it or nothing okay all right not letting jody get away with her comments after appearing on a reality show herself the blonde added sitting on your high horse when you have no right to do so how can you tweet about equality straight after slatting others for life choices she then shared her outrage as being at being blocked tweeting okay so me and at ab underscore bowen 07 have been blocked uh life love allen is our baby and i will stick up for it forever hey it found me my fiance not only is love allen my bae uh sorry uh Uh, keep my shit out your mouth uh not only is love allen my bae i love reality tv i love realness i love raw personalities i hate judgmental people respect the hustle while many other fans began hitting jody with near naked photos of herself in the past olivia added that she would not be sending such messages in order to maintain her own standards last thing i would never mock a person for what they have done in the past whatever it was that's why i'm not commenting on her past hey what's with blocking people then continuing to bitch about them at least let me read them and then out with you again xx the fur the furor has uh began when the former cbb star jody lashed out on twitter slamming people who have sex on tv and branding them unpaid porn stars not stopping there however the 38 year old then proceeded to block many popular reality stars on twitter causing outrage responses among the likes of olivia scotty t and aaron chalmers oh not aaron chalmers oh shit (laughs) oh she went there (laughs) like scotty t i can see like he's always "Eh, you can kind of go after scotty t but aaron chalmers aaron chalmers ain't never hurt nobody the saga between gordy shores chloe made a surprise exit from a celebrity big brother house on friday night taking to twitter to vent her relief when she had been eliminated jody who appeared in the same show back in 2006 announced that people have woken up to what is and what is not acceptable on television she began her tirade on the serious note i think people have finally realized it is not actually cool to have sex on tv unless you're a porn star um referring to further to chloe's controversial behavior in the house she continued it's also not cool to be so drunk that you wet yourself on tv project out vomit on tv or crawl around naked and dribbling on tv tv and as someone who is in the past has done a few fair and a fair few embarrassing things on tv you know it's not cool when even i can't watch it feeling confident with her newly expressed belief she summed up her views rest in peace geordie shore love allen and x on the beach you had a good run but your time is up the public have spoken and they want classy <laughs> and responding to the backlash she had caused on twitter she retweeted her fans supportive messages adding unfortunately i can't even i can't entertain the kids anymore i have grown up things to do but this has been fun tonight twitter 
really i'm off now my kindle awaits as always twitter you are a massive source of amusement good night and sweet dreams also joining the fray was jordy shore scotty t who i told you you lose cannon who appeared to think find the whole situation was hysterically hypocritical taking the twitter soon after he wrote to his fans in reference to her famously skimpy outfits ha 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 dot 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 don't you have to get naked for your next shoot kid still the biggest exported uk reality show in the world oh these old pictures are damning there, there's just so many old pictures in this thing where it's just like yeah you yeah yeah this is clearly not properly planned adding to his enjoyment he ah. then uploaded an array of photos of jody and her most scanty outfits in the past including her appearance on the fhm sport event sporting just three belts across her modesty he captioned the photo proper legend hmm not the shade well you know how scotty t is karen right and there's nothing wrong with her wearing those outfits uh it is if she gonna be calling people hoes and shit yeah that so, is but her yeah. when outfits is not the problem right yeah nobody had a problem with her but it's like that person that just got saved and started calling everybody hoes it's like nigga you was just at the club i saw you last night what are you doing uh making the saga even more dramatic how was jody's next course of action which saw her go on a huge blocking spree on social media site riddling her time ridding her timeline of all the reality stars who replied in disagreement wow this is a long ass article they really cared about yeah, this this is a lot of cheese on cheese crime right here all mm-hmm. this slander throwing cheese all across what the about the kids in wisconsin Karen? what about them kids in wisconsin and all that damn cheese y'all wasting oops i think i may have upset some of the people that have had sex on tv she began explaining herself fully she went on the thing is once you've been shagging on tv you can never undo that your future kids may see it your parents have probably seen it and if you're cool with that then fine i just don't think in the long run it'll serve you well but hey do what you want guys i have to show you these pictures now because because it's like you're gonna see the pictures and be like i can't believe these things are coming out of the mouth of the person that did this shit about other people this is this is it's 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 so ridiculous this is just a picture of her out at at some event on a stripper pole like coochie all up in the camera oh right like how you judging sis you was just here with us yeah obviously you ain't got no drawers on yeah but, but she got she got the 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 uh christina dirty weave mm-hmm. you know the black and blonde stripes the picture she took in the in, in the gym okay that's unsanitary y'all can't be doing this mm-hmm. who else gotta work out on this equipment did I, you spray it down I, I hope you did yeah somebody better spray this down i'm gonna need all the sanitizer so all the spray anyway she was tripping y'all you know how it is katie at least katie and olivia got some get back you know what i mean guys i'm talking about uh scotty t scotty t mm-hmm. the loose cannon uh all right let's get into um what have we not done fucking with black people do i want to do that today let me mm-hmm. see what's in there yeah we got to do it oh <laughs> i was trying to say your chat room nah we got to do it man um fouled up nah we got we got uh there's one i want to talk about okay let's sing this song <laughs> Do 
just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe and we find different articles that make us feel fucked with as black people and we assign point scores in uh from intervals of twenty five from zero to a hundred uh for how much we feel fucked with the black people. Today's contestants, everybody. That's right. Uh and today we will start with um Tamron Hall is leaving NBC after 10 years with the network. <coughs> Just days after today cancels her and Al Roker's time slot to make room for Megan Kelly. Mm-hmm. I said 100. I stand by my statement. <laughs> I am 100% black fucked with right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they put her in their time slot and then didn't even give them another spot. Well, they did offer Tamron uh extended contract in a different position, like a different segment, and uh she turned it down and left. I don't blame her. I don't blame her. Fuck you. You bought that white white racist bitch over here, um, and take my spot. No. Mm-hmm. No. I can I just say NBC's doing a poor job, like I think that they think that they're trying to deviate for the fact that they have a a bit of a stake in, in Trump's win from the Jimmy Fallon uh, interview ruffling his hair to all the SNL press that they would crack jokes on. Like, I think they're trying to pretend like they don't got a stake in that. This is not helping. Well, all. they've also um, de-blackified MSNBC. Yep. So this is something we've kind of been noticing for a while uh, with me and Karen. Yep. And this well, is just about par it. for the course. You know, I hate to be house. I hate to be right about this shit, but for to a large extent, I think they're they're like we don't need these black people no more. Yep, I've said it for yep. a while. What y'all gonna do when there ain't no black man in the white office? Then white people feel like black people shit ain't important. We don't need to bring you on to debate with the racist ass officer or the other nigga that that that's, uh don't care about black people. We don't we 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 don't need for y'all to come up here and debate and argue anymore. So unless you got something else to do, we getting rid of you. You know, this goes a lot with Melissa Harris Perry, Al Sharpton. You know, they literally got rid of a lot of black people that that had very, very prominent voices uh, on TV and were talking about real black people shit and not saying black people is the problem, black people are the issue. You know, what about black on black crime? They were actually talking talking to black people, uh, particularly with the Melissa Harris Perry show. One thing about her show uh, that really, really stood out is that they did a lot of shit like real time. Like, they would talk about things that happened on social media and all, you know, these, you know, various different things. And it's one of those things where, uh, yeah, I actually pay this shit attention, and a lot of it just continued to be uh, whitewashing because, like I say, if ain't no black president, why we talking about this black shit? Yeah. Yeah, I would note, I would note about MSNBC, specifically Melissa Harris uh, Perry, she doesn't give her credit for the way she um, embraced, like, all types of black women. So, like, Janet Mock was, you know, did a bit of a guest fit when she was out. And her being a very visible trans black woman, kind of being there, gone there a couple of times on an interview, like, giving her that platform. That's a big deal because at the time, like, trans black women, and they're still invisible, do not get me wrong, but they were nowhere to be found in any type of political yeah, no, or, uh, new sphere no other show was gonna do that hold on i have to switch to the nope. next segment um 
and i invite everybody back on screen uh because we get a two-hour time limit so give me one second guys all right should be right back give me a second i'm gonna get you bitch and i'm gonna get you when you least expect it how about that Sorry to cut you off, Joey. What were you saying? <laughs> did you want to no, you have more? First of all, I love you say that. <laughs> as, like the, <laughs> as the elevator music, that's great. <laughs> um, no, I, Melissa Harris Perry did a great job in terms of having black women trans visibility. Um, and to your point, no other show was doing that. But also, let's not act like Tamron Hall and Al Roker aren't legends in the game in terms of right. their news coverage. Al Roker has been on TV for decades, yes, a long ass time. And like, he's, he's become a, a new personal favorite, especially cause the Ryan Lochte, when he was like, that man is Joanna Scammer. Like, what are y'all talking about? That was the best <laughs> thing ever, especially with, uh, who is it? Billy Bush. And then we know what happened with Billy Bush in that scenario. But, um, yeah, no, I, I'm extremely disappointed. I, I feel incredibly fucked with. Um, I love how Tamron, uh, in the, the, the announcement that NBC gave, they were like, yeah, she just, she chose to leave. And Tamron, I, if I was her, you're goddamn right. I know my value and I know my worth. She's been on NBC for 10 years, I think they said. Mm-hmm. So I, like, what? The fact that they're moving over for Megyn Kelly and for what reason, the fact that she's even on NBC News in, in, in total, like, I don't know how she became this white feminist icon but it's a bunch of bullshit like she's extremely racist she's extremely xenophobic and homophobic like girl get out of here and and the, the thing that i guess the thing that really makes me angry about her she don't give a fuck about women's rights unless they her right she don't give a fuck about a pussy unless it's her pussy being grabbed let's just keep that yep. real she does not care is megan kelly even a morning personality though like oh. I don't even know what like they're just literally doing this because it's Trump's America. White yep. women, white women stand for her, and you know she got out what a good and good at Fox News essentially because Fox. I think, uh, I think one one of the, one of the results of this Trump shit. I think Fox is actually going to take a dip in ratings that, mm-hmm. um, uh, because other the one the other states just starting to compete with them. Right. Two, they're not really going to be that counterculture news programming when they're in control you know what i mean like it's not even a you know a, a matter of well they the only ones telling the truth is like well y'all fucking the president's gonna be telling the same lies too um and then um the other part of it is they lost a lot of talent quote unquote um and make with megan kelly probably been the biggest name but they lost people because of that sexual harassment shit um so you know i think she just got out while the 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 the, the getting was good 
um and a moving up to nbc is a big is a move up for her and yes, this is, is a move up for her but of course they get rid of the black people to make room for her um yeah, so a lot of people are very angry and writing letters like hey y'all like you know because people have their morning routine and then you know they have became a staple in a lot of people's morning routine yep so yeah 100 for me and uh i think you both said 100 already mm, if i didn't yep. it's 100 mm-hmm. 100 uh cal poly diversity group books w kamal bell in response to an appearance by uh from alt-right racist milo yalanopoulos um so apparently um while right wing right while right wing pundit milo yadonopoulos was promoting his white men's only grant program in one campus theater at cal poly on tuesday comedian w kamal bell was in another venue with his free stand-up act the w kamal bell curve ending racism in about an hour according to the tribune cal poly's office of, of university diversity and the student government invited bell to perform for free in direct response to outrage over yannanopoulos appearance sponsored by the cal poly college republican club yannanopoulos took the stage with a hissing crowd of protesters outside the theater and a cheering sold out crowd of more than 400 people inside with several people in the crowd sporting red make america a great again hats uh yeah but the youthful meet a generation of changes yannanopoulos began his speech till titled no more dead babies by telling the audience to apply for his higher education grant which is only open to white men we call it the brilliant name the yannanopoulos privilege grant he no no this isn't a joke it's the real thing after making fun of feminism and political correctness yannanopoulos settled into his main topic anti-abortion with several pictures of aborted fetuses meanwhile bell showed uh at the 1289 seat christopher cohen center and it was nearly sold out of course so he sold out almost three times as many people mm-hmm. according to huff poe with the comment speaking about race through the lens of sports politics and identity he even used the company powerpoint to discuss everything from inappropriate questions about african-americans hair to racist mascots i can prove racism and distill it down into two words cleveland indians bell said when talking about racial categories bell showed a picture of president donald trump on the screen which brings me to the need for a new category orange americans uh uh here's the thing man um i'm still fucked with by this not because um nothing to do with w kamal bell i don't like that the university sees those two things as equal and opposite things to represent the college campus you know i understand that it was a a group that invited yannanopoulos to to be there like the republicans or whatever on campus but honestly if that group would have wanted to invite just the straight up kkk in or you know what i mean like would they would they they also be like that's cool and vice versa if you were gonna invite say the new black panther party on campus would y'all be cool with that like would y'all let them come on and talk about killing crackers and shit i I feel like that wouldn't happen you know so no go ahead and the thing about milo is is that like you don't his presence and his rhetoric is triggering to a lot of students probably right especially because he identifies himself as gay so you have you know queer and lgbt uh qia students who have to watch this man who you know is openly gay pretty much talk all this crazy rhetoric that must be triggering to somebody who identifies as queer then on top of that you have him being anti-abortion 
He's extremely hateful. He obviously has alt-right street speech, so you know he's an alt-righter, so you know he is racist and all the isms and obias. So you have this man on uh, a large school platform, and the school just pretty much was like, well, wipe our hands clean because, well, since the school's Republicans invited them, it's cool. Right. I guess the school Dems invited W. Uh, w. I can't pronounce Come out, Bell. Bell. Yeah. So, but but the thing is, is that like to your point, it's not the same thing. Like, right. extremely triggering. It's extremely and it, triggering. And it sounds Milo there. It sounds like W. Kamau Bell performed for free, and you know, Yalanopoulos got paid. So, you know, it's still trash to me. You know, anyway, trash. So, so yeah, I'm still fucked with it, man. A hundred, Karen. Hi, hundred. Hundred for Karen. What about you, Joy? I will also, I will also give it a hundred. That that's some bullshit yeah uh let's see what else we got here guys um uh how about this one racial disparity in family members death deaths can add to overall racial inequality so basically this study was done to show that um because of racism and um you know early deaths in african-americans and stuff black people experience death at a higher rate than uh white people they had to do a study for this no shit uh yeah well they did a study for it um and they say they're more than likely than whites to experience the loss of a parent during childhood more than likely to be exposed to multiple family member deaths by midlife the authors state that these statistics present an underappreciated layer of racial inequality which results from recurring reoccurring bereavement this may this may lead to the intergenerational transmission of black health disadvantages in a study of more than forty two thousand individuals born in the 1980s authors found that blacks were three times more likely than whites to lose a mother more than twice as likely to lose a father and 20 percent more likely to lose a sibling by the age of 10 african-americans were two and a half times more likely than whites to lose a child by the age of 30 authors note that bereavement followed the death of even one close family member has lasting adverse consequences on health premature losses are especially devastating deborah umberson a sociology professor who is the director of the population research center and lead author of the study states that the potentially substantial damage to surviving family members is a largely overlooked area of racial disadvantage by calling attention to this heightened vulnerability of black americans our findings underscore the need to address the potential impact of more frequent and earlier exposure to family members deaths in the process of cumulative disadvantage Dr. Umberson added that the death of family members is highly likely to disrupt and strain other family relationships, as well as the formation, duration, and quality of relationships across the life course, further contributing to a broad range of adverse life outcomes, including poor health and lower life expectancy. Right. And then what happens when you don't get the help you need, can't get the help you need, can't get the services you need to help you deal with these problems, you know, and a lot of uh children uh a lot of black children that live in uh, areas that have high crime rates have the same ptsd that soldiers have and people ignore that shit too they still traumatize but a lot of that shit is just ignored mm-hmm. you know i mean like you say black yeah. people go through a lot of trauma in america can right and people you know if high blood pressure high cholesterol eating disorders a lot of this stuff could stem from situations at the home yeah and experiencing death you know all the things that come along with it depression and all that shit mm-hmm. uh zero to a hundred though 
Oh, you telling me information I already knew. So zero, I don't understand. Zero. Okay, zero. Yeah, you know you still gotta give a number. Oh my bad, zero. Yeah. Uh Joy, what about you? I'm gonna give it a twenty five, just because I, this is information to Karen's point that I know already. But it's still like when you see to see the statistics in your face, it sucks, man. It's still there's there's still a part of it that's like I know I know this. I know this in my heart of hearts, but like, man, it sucks getting it like broken down for you like that so yeah i'm gonna give it a 25 yeah i'll give it uh i think i'm gonna give it a 50 it just sucks what karen no i i, th- I think i'll raise my score okay mm. take your time this is very scientific and i know right everybody's I'm- depending on you right now <laughs> i'm gonna raise my score and the reason i already know this but the reason why i'm raising my score and i'm fuck with why when it comes to minorities you have to do studies and statistics to, to 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 actually prove shit that most black people already know and you do this and the people that actually need to look at these studies and statistics and actually use them to implement laws and shit like that don't do their job they ignore this shit my question becomes what aspects is it affecting us in and where things where we think or people think we're getting a quote-unquote even playing field where we're just not you know things like generational wealth you know that kind of shit um but like i said we go through a lot of trauma and we do as overall we do and 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 as i've gotten older i've learned how to deal with all types of blackness and i've as i've gotten older and i've realized that everybody has their own defense mechanism to deal with race and racism and some people's defense mechanisms i might not always agree with some people run away some people don't talk about it some people act like it doesn't exist but that's a defense you know some people act like you know why are you even shocked and surprised that shit even happened that's a defense you know um and i think that everybody kind of copes in their own way whatever way that may be well i'll tell you one thing people can do to help check out our new sponsor all right mm-hmm. A lot of folks are feeling kind of down lately. I'm not saying that there's any glaring orange reasons that people are feeling down, but ah. <laughs> uh, they may be feeling down. Um, and that's why I'm excited to introduce our sponsor this week, Talkspace. Uh, if you've ever thought about going to therapy but found it too inconvenient, too expensive, or maybe even too embarrassing to make it into an office, then give Talkspace a try. Talkspace is an online therapy company, and they make it easy to connect with a licensed therapist handpicked just for you. For as little as $32 a week using Talkspace, you can text, audio, and video message your therapist as much as you want. Your Talkspace therapist can listen to you vent about work or family, explore your relationships with people around you, and help you put you and help to put you on a path to a happier life. To sign up and learn more, go to Talkspace.com slash TBGWT. And as a special offer for our listeners, you can use coupon code TBGWT and get $30 off of your first month and show your support to the podcast. That's TBGWT and Talkspace.com slash TBGWT. Talkspace therapy for how we live today. Y'all go go try it because it's trying times for a lot of people. And I know we have all types of listeners and people come, they joke, they laugh. But if you think you are in a place where you need help, please do this. Yeah. All right, man. Let's get into some racism, okay? Let's talk about guessing the race, all right? Let's do it. It's time for us to stop being the victims of racism and start being racist to other people. Ah! Let's sing the song. 
now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today joy from black girl nerds to guess the race and the chat room plays along and karen plays along and they are racist all right guess the race of course is brought to you by loot crate mm-hmm loot crate of course is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items for the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt put in code tbgwt you get three dollars off of any new subscription all right you got to do this by the 19th at 9 p.m pacific time yeah, all right time. so midnight eastern time if you don't do it then you're gonna miss out on this month and what is this month drum roll this month you need to roll up your sleeves and get ready to celebrate some of pop culture's most put together franchises february's hands-on theme is build and it features the mighty Morphin power rangers Ooh. batman mm. lego dimensions and tetris and as always they got the monthly t-shirt and the pen so make sure you guys do that matter of fact we got so much loot crate stocked up over here let me open up one of these things let me see what did we get last month let's check this out all right guys this is what we like to call an unboxing Mm -hmm. (laughs) my niece layla says we need to do these on youtube but uh i was like i don't need you listening to our show uh <laughs> right she definitely will listen no thank you man like you're a little no, too precocious you. you might find a whole show um all right so what do we got here guys um oh we got um uh, ninja turtles what's this figure <laughs> it's like a geeky tiki's ninja turtle Raphael. um like with the Hawaiian, like a uh, Hawaiian, like the um. What are you off mute? Is that us? Oh, is that me? Off mute? Is that us? Oh, I don't know what that was coming from. All right. I don't know what that was coming. Wait, where's this echo coming from? Wait, where's this echo coming from? Oh, it might be Joy. Okay. Oh, it might be Joy. Hold on, let me see if I toggle. Let me see. One two, one two. All right, it's gone. I don't know. All right, it's gone. I don't know. Hey, Joy, you there? yeah i'm here hey can you refresh real quick we're getting an echo from yours sure she'll just literally refresh my browser yeah because yeah. i it wasn't doing it before yeah, and then it just started it before, it just huh okay i'll do that right now all right uh we got this shirt mario brothers the original since 1981 yep uh what else we got here i thought i was born mario old Mm-hmm. We got uh Captain America replica shield, one 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 to six uh scale replica. Uh first Avenger, nineteen forty. And and I think it's the triangle shield looking the one. Cool. Oh, that's the nice one. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the OG one. We got a action comics number one, nineteen thirty eight, uh collector's edition. Old school. Uh, copy and Classic. of course it normally comes with this guidebook to tell you like what you got and mm-hmm. All that yeah, stuff. It, 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 and, and to note for people who do the Luke, it's not the original number one because that you know, is right. like over a million dollars. But if it's a reprinted one, <laughs> if it was that, we wouldn't be doing the show right now, guys. Right? Okay? <laughs> I'd be like, we have to go put this in the safe. I'm sorry, guys, 
but uh yeah they got all kinds of stuff in here man so yeah and then it comes with your, of course your loot crate pen and it's the ninja turtles yep and and every month you can also also take your box and fold it out and it comes a pretty stand yep all right now let's get into this racism okay guys i know that's what you're really here for what a cool idea 10 year old texan boy invents a device to prevent hot car deaths after a child died in a minivan near his home Mm mm-hmm texas a boy from texas has invented a device that he hopes will save the lives of babies and young children if they become locked in a hot car 30 39 toddlers died in 2016 as a result of being left inside sweltering cars after being forgotten about by their parents it was the highest number of deaths in three years with the state of texas having the highest number in the nation with nine cases so it gets hot in texas mm-hmm yeah so a 10 year old bishop curry the fifth says he decided to create a device called oasis after a baby died in a hot minivan last summer near his home in mckinney texas the tragedy hit close to home because bishop has a one-year-old sister sometimes babies fall asleep and they're really quiet so if you're rushing home from work and you're rushing to the grocery store i can see how somebody could forget said bishop's dad also called bishop well i mean if bishop's the fifth i mean uh bishop's device would see it attached to a car seat and it would detect if a child were left inside the vehicle blowing cool air until parents and authorities are notified it would be a dream to have lots of inventions that would save many lives the youngster said the fifth grader has a patent pending on his idea and his dad who works as an engineer for toyota has even alerted company bosses to of the invention the family has set up a gofundme page to help further uh, bishop's invention go ahead guess the uh race of bishop uh what was his like bishop curry the fifth i'm gonna go i'm gonna go black I'm gonna go black because he's number because... five like jackson five okay all right what about yeah. you joy bishop, yeah i said bishop yeah bishop i that that was a dead giveaway for me mm. um the fact that they have to do a gofundme to fund the rest of this project yeah, <laughs> i love your reasoning all right let's check the chat room black bishop he's black whole family got named after tupac and juice uh since it's black history month i'm going black and if he's not black he stole the idea from a black kid uh <laughs> his mama left him in the car a few times he was having flashbacks black Aww. what kind of compassion don't come in that kind of compassion don't come in white black Aww. black like my smart son <laughs> jacob white bishop like like bishop curry's car doesn't have trash bags on the windows black he got the juice now black invented this out of self-preservation black jesus christ you guys you're all right oh you guys got it he's an adorable little black kid and his daddy's a black man that works for toyota as an engineer so oh he's so cute right look at him out there inventing shit about to be a billionaire being smarter than me when i was that age you, you know and and, and, and i understand i said this and i'm looking like damn what was i doing at that age not trying to make no money look at beautiful black I'm parents oh look at that black love come through family come, come through i see y'all Mm-mm-mm. all right let's go to the next one um but good job everybody's one for one right now surprise everybody went with black i was almost 100 percent sure some of y'all were gonna fuck that up <laughs> only a white person would be so smart asian you know but 
<laughs> way to believe in us y'all that's what i'm saying <clears throat> let's see what else um a york teen whose last name ironically is cheese is one of two suspects accused in a recent robbery of a pizza delivery man at gunpoint white karen's going white already sheldon isaiah cheese 17 and yeah, white I'm a little white too sheldon all right uh and logan matthew alexander 18 of littlestown robbed the man as he uh delivered pizzas to them january 24th according to ydr.com cheese has been charged an adult in the case uh keep in mind we're only guessing the race of cheese not the other one uh when the police delivery man arrived at the scene cheese knocked on the man's car window according to charges filed against the two when the delivery man got out the car alexander was standing at the back of the car pointing a gun at him the man gave cheese and uh, alexander two pizzas and uh 25 before the two fled on a nearby wooded area wow they took the pizzas too kind of crime is this uh police located alexander's car near the incidents of course make it easy and cheese's wallet and id were found in the vehicle because <laughs> we don't want him to take a security guard yeah this was easy as pie <laughs> won't be fooled again right um so yeah um <laughs> uh they decided to uh oh yeah the victim id cheese as one of the suspects due to the nature of the crime law required uh police to charge cheese as an adult uh alexander was arrested and charged with robbery conspiracy and corruption of minors he was sent to york county prison in lieu of fifty thousand dollars cheese was arrested and charged with robbery and conspiracy uh he was sent to york county prison in lieu of seventy five thousand dollars bail guess the race of sheldon isaiah cheese karen going white joy you going white check the yes. chat room see what they believe uh white as mozzarella oh. one who thinks uh frederick douglas is doing some really great things right now oh. lactose tolerant charged as an adult black man tried as an adult i'm pretty sure that's prison code for black name says white but the crime says black black ordered the pizza with no seasoning added <laughs> the cheese should have the cheese should have stood alone black oh. alfredo white uh so this looks like it's pretty divided and the correct answer is enjoy karen mm-hmm. y'all missed it he's black yeah boo y'all were both wrong and of course uh first name sheldon maybe his mama wanted him to be great in the future i don't know why sheldon i thought i really thought that he was man sheldon he is black black like he is that is a nigga Mm -hmm. oh sheldon isaiah cheese isaiah um and of course many of you got it right my racism went against me yep sorry karen doesn't matter how you slice it (laughs) y'all got it wrong (laughs) all right (laughs) Uh, i could keep going but i'm gonna stop
Just this wait, one. So, Rod, you're not going to string this joke along? <laughs> I just think these puns can't cut it. <laughs> All right. <sighs> All right. I'm surprised it didn't get much dough. Oh, yes. Yes. It's still having them. Sorry. Now we can go to the bonus round. <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and a bonus ride against the race. So far, we're all over the place, guys. But they're one and one. Who's going to win between Karen and Joy? Or will we have a tie? I don't know. We'll have to see. Y'all feeling nervous? I well, I am, but I'm always nervous. I'm terrible at this game, and I'm a whole. I, I need I need to do a better job of getting all of the 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 story right because, mm. as people were saying in the chat room, there were some Scooby Doo clues to show that the last answer was black, and I and I missed it. Mm. So I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen through and then think of of a good answer. Clarksville, Tennessee, the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office says an arrest warrant has been filed what no don't don't pop up what is this <laughs> there we go all right an arrest warrant has been filed by clarksville police department officer claiming an inmate had a carton of cigarettes a broken glass pipe and a tire gauge in his anal cavity oh and he was wrong and he was wrong and that none of the items were found inside him as the officer wrote so they had originally said the stuff was found inside his butt but it was not okay the officer was wrong to write that. MCSO spokeswoman Sandra Branton said the arrest warrant written and signed by CPD officer Shandy Owenby was incorrect and that the items were found inside the inmate's clothing. Based on our search, when he was booked into our jail, the contraband items were found on Mr. Littleton and not inside of him. The arrest warrant, which was filed with the Montgomery County General Sessions Court, said Jason Dondi Littleton, guess the race, 35 was arrested early thursday morning behind a mapco on tiny town road according to the arrest warrant clarksville police were called to the store by an employee who said littleton had been inside the gas station for approximately four hours and that he saw littleton take a carton of newports and leave the gas station officers arrived and found littleton behind the store next to dumpsters and after running his name through a computer system found that authorities have received a report on him trespassing at the mapco january 11 uh, january 18th officers searched him at the scene and didn't find any cigarettes he was charged with criminal trespassing and taken to montgomery county jail according to an arrest warrant while being searched at the jail deputies found cartons of newports inside of his anal cavity deputies also found a broken glass pipe with residue and tire pressure gauge with burnt ends also inside his anal cavity but according to the MCSO report during the search, deputies found a carton of cigarettes in his pants under his groin area, a pack of cigarettes in his pant leg, and a crack pipe that had fallen from his buttocks area. It did not mention a tire gauge that says the items they were recovered were given to Officer Owenby. Mm-hmm. 
at the story about the arrest warrant was published online clarksville police chief al ansley said he had spoken to the officer who wrote the affidavit of the arrest warrant and confirmed that she was mistaken about where the items were found her saying that they that they were inside his anal cavity that was incorrect uh she miswrote this she is a new officer and is being corrected as we speak it's our mistake and i own it he said she was not involved in search and that and that when the jail staff talked to her about the concealed items she may have misunderstood she read the arrest warrant to the suspect and had it approved by a judicial commit commission uh commissioner but ansley said the responsibility for the mistake still lies at the clarksville police department this is our responsibility not to jails instead of the anal cavity she should have used another word littleton who gave a gas point drive address was charged with contraband penal institution in a penal institution bond for trespassing was set at five thousand and another twenty thousand dollar bond was added for the contraband charge damn well karen's going with black all right officer was white i don't know the officer's race uh i you know what this is an interesting one because the fact that he got lied on Mm -hmm. makes me think it's black but the fact that that the the sheriff talked to the cop that did it and then just automatically take them si- their side like that's a little sh- that's a little shaky for me. But then the other the the I think the the deciding factor for me is that he stood in there for four hours. All he took out was a pack of Newports. I'm gonna go with black. All right, let's check the chat room. That officer really pulled that story out of her ass, dude. Black though. Yep, Newports uh-huh. and false arrest report black a crack pipe newports and they lied on him this has got to be black if not i'm done <laughs> yeah i wonder what he was gonna macgyver with all that shit in his ass i don't know why that shit's not very pointy right unless your ass crack is made out of steel give me a i can break out of jail give me a crack pipe a tire gauge it's mm-hmm. a pack of new sports i'm gonna crack macgyver uh <laughs> the <laughs> the gas station clerk felt sorry for his mother black oh i feel sorry for your mother ah! he got cops thinking about his anal cavity during reports i'm going black don't know his ass from a never mind black blacker than the residue on all the stuff they pulled out of his ass <laughs> that's gross oh god well, this is what i do for a living the correct answer is black i'm about to say you got to tell me can you are a professional you absolutely know not to talk during the clapping effect you know it can't it get drowned out we've been doing this show 1300 episodes you just be like nope fuck the rules <laughs> i'm talking through this shit yep because i'm goddamn donald trumping it up oh god you're a loose cannon tonight i'm the one drinking what's all what you drinking over there what a- <laughs> oh i don't know what's going on over here anyway everybody was right he was black uh he had a real funny mug shot though if y'all want to see it yes. um i would his face was like these motherfuckers talking about i got some shit up my ass i can't believe the nerve of these crackers a day uh there you go <laughs> oh. that is i must make, i need to make that my profile picture his <laughs> lip turned up and everything no. and he got glasses it's like right before they took the picture they was like hey man trump won what <laughs> this is bullshit man. i know they're like mm-hmm talking about some trump one trump ain't no motherfucking president <laughs> he ain't my president to turn to the side Ta-choosh. uh all right it's time for one last thing guys we gotta talk about this sword ratchetness man the menace that is sword people killing people and stuff 
that's right time to talk about the sword ratchetness guys uh a manchester woman <clears throat> cut herself performing sword tricks and then got arrested <laughs> so i like to call it open and shut case <laughs> doing all the work for the cops wait till y'all see her mm-hmm. she sliced that one wide open mm-hmm she did uh oh, oh. yeah a woman cut herself performing tricks with a sword then struck a police officer with her hands while demonstrating without the weapon lisa bunker 51 was charged monday night with civil assault reckless conduct resisting arrest slash detention oh she ain't had no business doing that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. police were called there uh to someplace at 10 p.m for a domestic disturbance involving a sword when officers arrived they found bunker with a gash over her left eye her ex-husband had cuts to his hands he told oh, police he had tried to take the sword away from bunker uh to prevent her from hurting herself further police said bunker attempted to demonstrate to officers that she had been doing and her hand struck an officer in the face according to the police bunker then walked away and began swearing at the officers as they tried to arrest her bunker curled up on the floor concealed her hands beneath her body police officers were able to place her in handcuffs bunker was taken to manchester police headquarters for booking after refusing medical uh treatment at the scene officers recovered the sword from bunker's bedroom and placed it in the evidence bunker had an appearance tuesday at knife circuit court in manchester judge william lyon set her bail a thousand dollars cash or surety for felony charge of reckless conduct and five hundred dollars cash or surety on the misdemeanor charge of resisting arrest lyon's also scheduled a probable cause hearing february 6th and set a preliminary trial date on march the 3rd so there you guys go she still managed to cut her ex-husband's hands what were they doing hanging out good question you know that's a good question how many of these stories start with watch this like you can't do that trick you just cut your head three times get away i know what i'm doing i know what i'm doing then the cops came out there get off of me officers i know how to do the trick that's definitely why because nigga like if you don't get that motherfucker sold up for me for you cut you and everybody else up in here mm-hmm and like swords are self-explanatory like there's nothing about a sword that's not sharp like nothing. that's what you go for right what are you doing what are you doing that's my point um all right guys thank you joy thank you so much for coming on thank the show thank you joy and I, can i just say i love you guys both if you guys didn't notice i was singing all the songs because i am i am an actual fan of the black <laughs> guy who jokes i was extremely excited and i was trying to be like super cool about getting invited but in my head i was like i am not this cool <laughs> like uh, i'm i'm not that popping in these streets enough to be getting invited to be a guest but i, I really appreciate it i love you both thank you so much oh uh, well you pop in now and you're invited back you know we'll definitely do this again um people you know if you want to let joy know how much you enjoyed her on the program yes you can hit her up on twitter she's jump for joy and joy is j-o-i on twitter and yeah. it's Oh, I'm sorry. What'd you say? No, I was just saying. Yep, all the cool, any, all cool joys have eyes in their name, not wise. Just mm. throwing that out there, FYI. Mm. I'm not gonna even touch that. Okay, I feel like I, I, there's got to be a bunch of joys. I know what the why, and I don't want no problems. So, just, <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all cool with me? Okay, L. Joy Williams. I, I just like your name is Joy, baby. Mm-hmm. But uh, thank you so much, Karen. Make sure y'all go and, uh, you know, follow her and, and tweet to her and let her know how you, uh, you enjoyed her on the show. Um, and like I said, check out Black Girl Nerds. Uh, yes. she's, uh, on MTR Network frequently with Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, and is there anything else you're doing that you want people to check out? 
yeah no uh this weekend i'll be on three fifths podcast i'll be doing an extra fifth with justin um i guess i'll drop sometime early next week i think it depends um and next weekend not this upcoming weekend but next weekend i will be on <laughs> i will be on insanity check uh with chris so i'm, I'm getting the mac loaded for that one because we'll be mm. talking politics and that'll be fun that'll be the weekend that we uh we bomb iran probably um right <laughs> don't forget to check out our sponsors uh our first album the best of riding karen on itunes and amazon and and all the places you get uh your albums um don't forget also we got uh lootcrate.com slash tbgwt code tbgwt uh and brand new to the podcast first time ever talkspace.com slash tbgwt code tbgwt uh so there you go guys we'll be back uh i don't even remember all the guests for next week but i'm i know nick jew's coming through so we'll probably uh hang out with nick jew next week too so uh all right man thank you so much guys until next time oh that's what i meant to say balls deep sports is on friday this week so it is happening it's just on friday i know people already sending their feedback um um and uh yeah so everything else is is straight there's no this too much this week because this is us didn't come on okay so people are like y'all gonna do a podcast anyway i was like what are we gonna talk about uh we're just gonna be talking about uh so what'd you do this week so i was like i don't know I, i don't think there'll be a show so uh but 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 still thank you so much for supporting and listening guys and we'll be back saturday for feedback until then i love you i love you too mwah